0: I would honestly say that that's the thing I thought about the least coming into this.
1: Hello, and welcome to season two of Booted Sisters. I'm Sarah, and I'll be joined by my sister, Rachel. Season two is going to be quite a bit different from season one because now I'm in Italy. We talked about this in the finale of season one, so feel free to go back and listen to that if you want the whole story. But essentially, I have taken a few months off and gone to Italy to live with Rachel and travel around Europe together. Season two will cover our travels and living together in Italy, but this first episode is just setting the scene as we talk about my arrival in Italy and my first impressions. Hopefully you enjoy this. We kind of hearken back to the very first episode of the podcast where Rachel is about to go to Italy and we discuss her goals for her time out there. Obviously, this isn't exactly the same, since my time abroad is much shorter than hers, but we still had fun following a similar structure. I hope you all are as excited as we are for the episodes to come, but without further ado, please enjoy our Season 2 premiere.
2: Back to um, phone call recording. Um, To our roots. Yeah, booted root. (laughs)
0: boot root yeah we have been meaning to record this episode for a long time we really should have just made time for it like absolutely right when we landed but it's a little nice that we'll get to talk a little bit about like how things have gone in the last couple of weeks too um yeah for the listeners we're we're on a phone call because Rachel's traveling for work but um yeah so it's actually a few weeks after or almost it's actually a month after I've arrived in Italy but we're gonna talk about this season. (laughs) And my being in Italy and my like goals for this unemployment fun
2: employment time. Fun <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And this is gonna be our season opener. So this will be the first one you guys hear before hearing about the stuff that we've done. Um so hopefully this will just kind of provide some context for Sarah's trip out to Europe and um our goals for our time together, as well as um yeah, then setting that up before we get into some of the the travels in and out of Italy that are We're gonna get uh get up to over the course of the season okay any other thoughts before i get like so basically we're gonna sort of pattern this similarly to the season one episode one when we talked about like my goals and what i anticipated from going to italy we'll do similar thing with sarah um anything else to cover before we get right into it
0: i i don't know if we need to cover it before but i think one thing we should talk about is like this involves you too. Like in season one, when we would talk, it involved me in that I we were doing the podcast together and I was like communicating with you and like asking you questions about your travels, but like you're involved in this too. So like, I don't know necessarily that you would have like goals for my time here or something like that, but this is a lot of this is like both of us. So I guess like, I don't know, we can talk about it as we go, but i want to make sure we kind of hit on like how we were each feeling maybe going into this or something
2: yeah i like it um well then i'll just start off with that i think that's a good place to start i most of my goals were um eating bread related <laughs> um, lots of my, my expectations were having some cerado in the house. Uh, um, and you have made some great bagels and cookies, and and of course the bread. Um, so that has been satisfied. Um, I think I was excited to return to the travel style that we've we've talked about on the pod before. Um, but just like our routine, like. You're definitely a travel buddy who can keep pace with me and have definitely influenced the way that I enjoyed to tra- like my style of traveling um, was really shaped by the trips that we took together. Um, so I think a lot of my goals were just like to kind of get back to that and make some some memories, but also like experience different destinations around Europe in the way that we did and like get to plan trips and stuff like that the way we did. Um, so a month in, it's definitely been fun to, to be able to do that. Yeah. And then, like, obviously, we've talked a lot about how I haven't had as much family time the past few years. So the idea of being roomies for a little while was just nice, like, feeling at home, you know, feeling like I had family for a consistent time, not just a quick one week trip or something like that. Um, So that's been that's been huge. I think that's that's really like feeling like my my apartment is a is a home um, and actually sharing. A part of my life with my, you know, where I'm living and, and my situation with a family member for the first time in four years. Um really did a lot for me. Um so I'm really grateful for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean ditto to that. Obviously we will talk more about me, but um I one thing I didn't actually write down in my goals, but was like sort of in there. I hadn't really seen your apartment. I knew I was like excited to see it before coming here. I hadn't really seen it, but in the back of my mind I had like a oh, like help Rachel make her place homier just because I assumed you hadn't because you didn't have a roommate. Like I assumed it wasn't as homey as (laughs) could be Um, or as homey as a house sister could make it. I mean, nobody's place could be like that. So that was like one thing I had on my mind too. So it's kind of funny to think that like that was on both of our minds in a kind of different way. (laughs)
2: Yeah, so uh, while we're talking about goals, what other goals did you have for coming out to Europe and really taking a nice long trip instead of a quick one?
0: Yeah, so there's sort of a lot to it, like a lot of layers, especially stuff that we kind of talked about in the season one finale with like how long I'd been working towards this and stuff. So I didn't sit down and actually write these things out until I had already been here a couple weeks. weeks. Um, I had been thinking so much about it that I don't really think that like, I lost a lot in the process of not having documented things right away or whatever, because like I've I don't know I've just been really like cognizant and thoughtful of all this stuff. But since I didn't write things down until like I'd already been here a little bit, I actually have some like original goals and then some like updated versions of those. Like having gotten slightly acclimated and stuff slash like experiencing a more realistic version of what being here was since I hadn't like been here yet. Yeah, I kind of grounded. Yeah. yeah. So I know you had broken yours up into like personal goals and like professional goals and stuff. I don't really have a way to break mine up just because like I'm in like a, I don't know. I mean, we can talk definitely about like my like illegals versus traveling together goals or traveling in general goals. Um, so we can kind of break those down. But in general, like all of this is like about my life in like leisure, <laughs> like my life of relaxation and fun employment. So there's not like a personal professional whatever kind of breakdown this is very different from your version of being out here and um, I guess to set the scene I'm out here for about two and a half months so that's like it's not a week but it's not years you know so that's kind of what we're working with too it's still a stint
2: yeah so the the timeline itself would already make our goals different um, but I like the way you broke it up in terms of like you know being a resident of Italy as one category um, and then like traveling as another category so
0: wherever you want to start let's let's start breaking them down yeah i'm just gonna rattle things off and then interrupt me as i go if you want okay so some of the things i wrote down as uh, basically i have original and then updated versions of like uh, not necessarily updated versions of those but i'll expand on them as they updated and then i have some consistent goals that like didn't change once i got here um so one of the first original goal i had written down was make a friend not through Rachel <laughs> and to be honest I think the way I was talking about that I, I said this out loud to many people before I left um and I think that I don't think I said a friend I think I said friends like I want I I was really envisioning that I would just like make a lot of like Italian friends or make friends with a lot of just like random people out and about versus sure. like yeah. making friends with your coworkers. um so I wouldn't say I've super done that I think I still will um But I wouldn't say that that's something that was, like, necessarily as easy to do immediately as I was envisioning, but I have been really really excited about, like, all the friends I have been able to, like, meet of yours and get to know people. So it's definitely, like, I guess the social piece of that has been definitely something that I've been hitting, but not really the, like, incorporate into Italian culture version of it that I was somewhat envisioning. So that – The reason I was putting that as like an original goal is that versus like something is necessarily still consistent is because I feel like actually making friends with Italians was something that I was like really picturing. And I don't really know how well that will pan out. So we'll see uh, if some version of that happens. But I definitely feel like I'm socializing.
2: Yeah, I know. You know, we've talked a lot about just how. Now that you're here, you know, doing routine things like going to the grocery store and planning a day's activities, stuff like that. Like being here made you realize, A, how much the language barrier really does exist. Um, And in particular, we talked about how, like, even though neither of us is fluent in Spanish, like that's just the language that comes to mind when you hear similar vocabulary. And that just makes you even more intimidated by trying to speak Italian because you feel like you're going to be saying the wrong language entirely and then just being offensive and creating a barrier between you and the other person um and also yeah I think being here you actually start to realize like um how hard it is to just strike up conversation or like make a um organic kind of setup for for really getting to know somebody in a way that you'd be like hey let's exchange contact information and hang out later like it's it it takes a lot of energy and um it's been cool to see you well it's been like validating to me to see you come to the similar conclusions of like yes it just like doing anything like a chore or even just trying to go out and have a fun experience somewhere like it just takes a lot of energy when you're in a foreign country with a foreign language
0: yeah, exactly. Um, So you and I have talked about this a lot. And I do think it's been cool to like experience that with you where I'm vocalizing these things that you're like, wow, okay, I'm feeling a lot better that you can say it this way. And like, I agree. And like, it makes me feel better that I'm not, you know, like, weird or crazy or something. But it has been a lot more discomfort than I was expecting. And I think that's because like, I have been places with language barriers, but that's really been like, big touristy cities. And this, this isn't really that Like, where you live is not as, it's not the same as, like, being plopped in the middle of Rome and only going to touristy places where everyone's going to speak English to me. So, like, I'm not really used to being in countries with a language barrier where, like, I won't necessarily just get by without trying to speak some of that language. And, like, I'm noticing that, too, not to, like, break the timing situation here, but, like, we are a month into this and you and I have been on trips and, like, it is so much easier when we've traveled on the weekend trips that we've been on so far, they've been a lot easier to speak English because we're in those touristy places and maybe countries that speak English a little bit more anyway, or at least areas that do. So, like, I, I really have never experienced being in a place where, like, the language barrier is this much of a barrier. Um, so that was something I wasn't as realistic about going into it. And it's been cool. I mean, it's, it's something I'm really happy to be experiencing, but it is like throwing off a few of my like things of, I, I think I immediately, some of these goals and we'll see it with some of the other ones too, but some of these goals, like, I feel like I was just immediately, I, I was picturing myself immediately being plopped here and being like somewhat comfortable. And it's been a lot more uncomfortable than I was expecting. And that I, yeah. I I think the word uncomfortable sounds bad. And I, that's not really how I mean it. Because like, I'm comfortable in your home. And I've been comfortable like with you. But like, the act of being here and being in a foreign country in a more extended way is a lot less like easy for me to just like, act like I'm having a Saturday in Denver than I feel like I was talking to myself like it was, you know, you are certainly outside your comfort zone. Um, and
2: like we've been saying, like, it just takes effort, you know, ordering coffee takes a lot of concentration and effort. And like, sometimes you'll go into a situation, you'll give it a try and it's confusing for both parties. And you just like, you don't have the energy to keep trying to explain it. And you're, you feel bad for trying to make them understand you. And like, sometimes you'll just give up and like, you have to be okay with yourself for those days when, maybe you had a plan of what you were going to buy or what you were going to do for the day and it doesn't work out and it's okay to like meet your limit or like decide that it's not worth the energy you're putting into that transaction and just remind yourself that this is a longer term you know like it's not it's not just a quick weekend and like you said tourist city or something like that
0: like you, you need to have have the stamina to
2: make it through the whole time which sounds dark but you know what I mean
0: Exactly. Yeah, I don't want it to sound bad. I don't I think that we we're both understanding each other, but if I were listening to this, I'd probably be like, wow, that doesn't sound good. But I think we're just like voicing things that are more realistic. And like this is something I don't know that I wish I was thinking this way before coming here because that might have been like overwhelming or whatever. But it's just it's a cool thing that it's more it's it's just different than I was expecting, and I think different can be good. So anyway, this is actually pretty naturally leading me into my second original goal, which was And a couple of my goals I phrased this way, which is I'm not that competitive of a person, but I think that this was just how my brain was working. So I'm just going to be honest about it. Learn more Italian than Rachel.
2: (laughs) Which I think there's like a fair chance you could,
0: honestly. There's room for it. I'm not. So and that's why I, again, this is something I would tell people all the time before I came out here. I was like, I'm sure I'll like learn more than Rachel because I like spend, you know, I'll be like actually... I won't be at work with Americans throughout the day like she will. So I'll have more opportunity to just wander about and talk to Italians. But in the same realm as the first one, I think the discomfort really has changed my perspective on how willing I'll be to just do that all the time. I'm not spending all day every day walking around trying to talk to people in a language that I don't know uh, in the way that I like somewhat ignorantly thought I might be. So like one thing I've been kind of saying and thinking is that if I was going to be serious about learning Italian in any like substantial way, I really would have had to start before here or be super immersed in it here. And I'm not necessarily taking the steps to do that. Like starting Duolingo while I'm already here or right before coming here isn't going to cut it. It has to be like a lot more than that. So I don't think I'm going to learn more than you. And that's also partly because you know more than like, I feel like I thought you knew (laughs) or like, I don't know, you took an Italian class. I feel like I forgot about that or wasn't talking about that. And so... Um, it's a little bit rude to you for me to think that I'm going to learn more than you specifically, but I do want to, I have been trying to like make sure I'm, you know, remembering like phrases and stuff like that. And I I definitely am going to work on it while I'm out here. Um, but I don't anticipate leaving and actually knowing more than you. (laughs) I think
2: I just have home field advantage. Like, if you think about it, I've taken you to environments where I've already been with transactions I've already like completed before (laughs) in my life. So like, it looks like I I, like know so many words or something, but like, I just had the answers to the test, you know, like it's things I've already done (laughs) rather than like trying to start from scratch. Sure.
0: So we'll see. Again, we'll update all of these uh, maybe later on at the end of the season or whatever. We'll see how much I can pick up. But you said this already earlier. We both have talked about how like my like the second I got here, I didn't expect this. I knew that I would recognize written Italian words or maybe even things that I heard um, more easily because of knowing a little bit of Spanish. I don't even know that much Spanish, um, but I I can recognize a lot of words in Spanish, and so I figured that would give me an advantage to being able to read Italian a little bit and that's it. But the second that I like start being around people talking in Italian all the time, my brain wants me to speak Spanish to them. Like I'm suddenly thinking of all these Spanish words and thinking of phrases in Spanish and it makes it a lot harder for me to even say the Italian words that I do know. And so anyway, all that to say, uh, as much as I do hope to become more conversational in italian while i'm out here i really do want to learn spanish when i get back because clearly my brain wants me to and it's kind of ridiculous but like now more than ever i'm thinking like i should i should know more spanish than i do because like i'm thinking it a lot right now so i just it's on my mind yeah that's really i also don't want to try learning it right now if i were to learn right. spanish right now then i'll um be even more <laughs> impossible like just make it time. worse yeah it'll make it so much worse yeah
2: um that's definitely taking me back to my goals because remember in my episode i was like oh i'll learn a language maybe not even italian maybe i'll learn french or something and then i was like uh no definitely not maybe i'll just stick to italian and like lately i've been thinking more along the lines that you're thinking of, like okay i have like a tiniest bit of like ordering food in italian but um really what i would like to do is like finish up spanish and actually like see it through um so it's funny that we kind of Went on the same arc at yeah. like, different timelines.
0: Yeah. And you had said that about like learning Spanish. And I think you said it before you came out here. So it wasn't the same thing as my initial, like suddenly when I landed here, I started thinking of Spanish all the time. Um, but I remember when you said, Oh, I might learn Spanish as your goal for going to Italy. I was like, That's so silly. And then immediately it was like one of the first things that came to my mind when I got here.
2: It also makes me think of when you had your 48-hour trip to Rome. And you and Devin had, like, that taxi drive where you heard this song and then you, like, looked it up later or shazammed it in the moment. I'm not really sure.
0: Yeah, but, know, like, later.
2: Yeah. And it was, like, it, you you showed it to me and you're, like, man, doesn't this sound like Spanish? Or I think you'd ask me, like, what language do you think this is in? I was, like, well, it kind of sounds like Spanish, but I don't recognize the words exactly. Um, and that's what I, you know, what, as I started to, like, see the connections between Italian and Spanish and, like, realize that's where my mind drew connections like it made me think of that song and like your experience with it
0: yeah and i do remember like again i'd been to rome before coming out here this isn't first time coming to italy so like i do remember obviously like i've always known that italian is close to spanish but there was something about being around it more than like when i was in rome i i really was able to get away with like not having to really try to speak italian besides reading words off of menus that were written in front of me (laughs)
2: fair um okay what's your what's your next goal
0: okay so another thing I envisioned as part of my life uh as a stay-at-home sister was going out and getting espresso every day or even drinking espresso every day I assumed I would and I wanted to and I do like having it but I don't have it every day (laughs) that's it's simple. There's not much more to say about it. I just like thought I would be a little bit more in the mood for it. But I do really enjoy it. And I enjoy a cappuccino, obviously.
2: Not as much espresso. Fair. Um. Yeah. Anything else?
0: So, I'll go into kind of some updated ones that I thought of afterwards, I guess. Um, So, walk every day was my, like, updated version of, like, oh, I'm going to go out and get espresso every day and I'm going to go out and talk to people in Italian every day. That, like, actually going and doing a bunch of interactive things every day hasn't been realistic, but going outside and walking around every day is... More or less realistic. I haven't. I keep getting sick, so I'm not doing it every single day. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm, sick, I'm not really going out that much, but I do like make a point to just walk around a lot, especially when like in the first week when I was a lot more uncomfortable with like interactive stuff than I expected to be. I was like really not as inclined to get out and so that's when I started thinking okay just make sure you at least like walk a few miles every day so that's been something I've had pretty consistently like as a goal um a daily goal Um, nice nice. Yeah, yeah I feel like that's a good one yeah yeah um and then this was an updated one but it's still in that competitive realm I said learn the area and explore more than Rachel so I do have a goal of trying to like Go to more places in your area than you've usually been to. Not necessarily restaurants. I probably <laughs> won't be able to, like, achieve that unless I eat out a ton. But, like, just because you have so much more time. But, like, pop into more places and teach you about your own area is something that I've had kind of on my mind of, like, okay, that's something you can do.
2: <laughs> um, That'd be kind of great, honestly. Yeah. It's <laughs> that's i like,
0: yeah. I'll come back with a report, you know? <laughs> so... Yeah, and that includes going, so you live a little bit outside of the city, so I'm talking about your area, but I'm also kind of talking about like inside the city too, which is a little bit more of a forward-looking goal. I haven't been doing that that much yet, but I will. Nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, you already have been on a walking tour. I've never done that. Uh, yeah, that was really and, fun. Yeah. Um, okay, and then some more goals that I have that are like just consistent. Most of these I think are bigger picture Um. or like broader versions of the same ones, I guess relax slash recover that's kind of like the theme of this and it really hit like when I first got out here especially with the the schedule of like you're at work and then we go on weekend trips and like throughout the days I'm not working I'm doing the things we've talked about but I'm not really like working or doing something that's like a consistent productive thing I felt like I needed the downtime so much for coming from like months of so much busyness and then leading into all this travel like just relaxing and like kind of recovering from burnout and stuff like that has been a really nice theme so that's just like like just a goal of like the downtime isn't bad I'm not supposed to think any like you know moral value on like how productive I'm being and stuff because like that's kind of the purpose of this time so that's been a big one (laughs) Yeah. And
2: you were really busy right up until like stepping onto the plane. Like you worked as long as you could and then you had to move out of your apartment and all of that. Like you drove your car over to our parents' house. Like you really (laughs) were busy until like on the couch in the Italian apartment.
0: Yep, exactly. So just like keeping in mind, it's not necessarily a goal because like I and for me that's an easy goal I guess even if you want to phrase it as a goal I'm not somebody who like fights relaxation but it's been nice to have it as a something to keep in mind like this was the intention I'm not like doing a bad thing if I'm sitting around sometimes or whatever next is just like be explorative like explore and travel a ton um so obviously most of that with you and that's already like the purpose of this trip again a lot of these are just kind of related to the purpose of coming here but including some solo trips. So I always had intentions of taking some solo trips. I'm actually very soon going to do one, which again, the time warp of this, you'll hear about it later. And so far I haven't been doing any solo trips, but I will. And then I have the open and adapt. So especially- Ooh, good with... language. Nice. <laughs> I know. And I, and I wrote that down weeks ago. <laughs> but um, especially dealing with like, I don't have a schedule, but you do like from the very start has been like, that's something, you know, that can be a challenge to work around when you have like a different schedule from somebody else. But especially like me having like truly nothing but flexibility and then you having commitments and none, you know, a lack of flexibility. Um, That's been something I've known the whole time we'd have to work around. But, you know, being open to solo trips or being open to us changing our mind about like which destination we're going to and stuff like that has been something I've had on my mind the whole time. Um, And that includes, like, well before I came out here.
2: Yeah. That's also been, like, a very good, interesting learning point for me because we've talked about how, like, to me, all I see is the flexibility, right? Um, And that's easy to just think, like, oh, well, Sarah doesn't, like, she can change to whatever. Like, it doesn't have to be around what Sarah wants or what, what structure Sarah has. Like, I'm the one with the hard schedule, so it should bend towards me. Like, even something as simple as coming home from work and either we go out and get dinner with friends or we stay in and like to me it's as simple as like well I worked so I just want to stay in but it's like well maybe Sarah could use that social interaction or maybe she's been, you know like like understanding that that's a, just because you have flexibility doesn't mean you don't um need structure you know or that it yeah. like it, it should only be about my wants or needs like that it's legitimately a mix of our bo- both of ours yeah
0: yeah Yeah, it's definitely an interesting and a unique setup because like the reality is it does and can bend towards working around you because that's the nature of this whole arrangement, which is obviously fine with me because that's what I signed up for. But what you're talking about, like the thought around that is just an important life lesson in general with working around people. And of course, like even when I say that like it's all about being flexible. It doesn't mean that I'm not human and that there aren't still things to balance. So it makes sense that you think that way as well.
2: Yeah. Then um, some nice okay, and- like rehearsal with domestic living, I suppose. <laughs> right. Um- <laughs> um,
0: okay, um- and then the last one I had written down, and we can talk more about other things I didn't have written down and as we discussed. But the last one I had written down, I don't drink espresso every day, but I do still have a goal, goal of being obsessed with espresso like just loving it and wanting it because something I've said to some people too but I plan to invest in a nicer espresso maker as in like not just an espresso machine but an actual espresso maker um at some point when I'm back in the states and I can only justify that if I come back as like a little bit snobby about it so even though (laughs) I'm not going every single day or drinking it every single day I still like want to really enjoy it like a year ago i wouldn't have enjoyed drinking an espresso on its own rather than just coffee so cool well i've got some questions for you if you're ready sure um we covered the first couple i
2: had just by talking about the goals and like your expectations for being a resident of an italy versus um reality um and i think we kind of touched on this but maybe we can expand on it a little bit more what is something that you want to learn while you're here we, talk, we just talked about coffee a little bit, but um, any anything else other than a little bit of uh, Italian vocab and, and some coffee? Like, what's something you want to learn um, while living in Italy?
0: That's a good question. Again, I, I'm kind of thinking about this on two levels, on, like, the Italy level and the, like, bigger-than-Italy level. I want to just kind of learn more about places. That's been a big theme already on the trips we're taking. Um this is my first time getting to travel this much really ever. Um, But this is my first time I'm getting to travel to new countries in a long time. And so it's been really fun and it will be really fun to just continue to learn things about like the history of places and stuff. I don't really know how to be much more specific than that, but within Italy, I think learning a lot, I, I think I have been, and I'm excited to continue to learn a lot about the different, the differences between the regions and stuff. Like one big thing Here is that, like, you're supposed to eat the food that's from the place when you're in that place. So you're not supposed to eat pizza in... Uh, Florence you're supposed to eat pizza in Naples you're not supposed to eat like you you talked about Rome being a pasta city that's like kind of legit like you're supposed to eat carbonara in Rome but you're not supposed to eat it somewhere else which obviously is really snobby if somebody can only go to like certain places in Italy like if you're if you're coming from the U.S. to one city in Italy like eat it all obviously but like that's like a big travel tip people have is to like eat the regional food as much as you possibly can and so just the differences between like not just the food but like everything about the different regions. Like I feel like I have been learning a lot about kind of southern Italy more so than like before this and before yeah, you came out yeah. here, I kind of would have lumped a lot more together. Um so yeah, I guess just kind of that's pretty broad, <laughs> I don't think I have anything more specific and like finite that I can point to that I want to learn. I, I, I guess other cooking and food things too, but um yeah. I don't know. I think that's no, I think that's a nice distinction from like one week
2: somewhere. You know what I mean? Like when you're really somewhere, you can get a better sense of the history and the differences in culture, even within one country. So I think that's a good goal for a two and a half month trip, um, vice like a quick weekend or week long trip. Um, So I think that's a good one. Um, Okay. So the other question I had is um, what kind of roommate did you think I would be? um and am i better or worse as a roommate than you expected
0: <laughs> um so we haven't been proper roommate well we haven't been like i proper roommates meaning living in the same house i'll say and like sharing a bathroom maybe. yeah we well, haven't I shared a room like, since yeah we haven't shared yeah, a room think... or a bathroom since the whole drama of me moving into the basement when I was, like, <laughs> yeah. but like yeah. let's say housemates when you were 18 was last time we were properly housemates for more than like a week at a time honestly um so that's been over a decade so I guess but I don't know like I I've stayed with you several times you've stayed with me several times so I guess like I I knew pretty realistically our roommate dynamic when it comes to like the flow of like we're going to watch whatever shows like we're both going to be in the <laughs> sure at the same time and like we have very similar habits around like cooking and food and i was like excited to be the homie roommate but i'm glad you asked this because one thing like when i put myself in the mentality of like if we were if we were recording this the day i got here especially um one thing i thought was like so cute and that like really warmed my heart that I didn't expect was like so for everyone who doesn't already know how nice Rachel's apartment is like she literally has a two bedroom so I actually fully have my own space out here including my own bathroom And so we got here and we had a lot of day left, but we're all jet lagged and whatever. And like my room was just already set up, like bed made and stuff like that, which was nice. Like I know that that should be expected, but Rachel was like very busy leading up to that. I didn't necessarily expect that. And then the bathroom had all these little touches of like unopened like toothbrush and floss and like toothpaste and shampoo (laughs) and all those little things. And I just thought that was very sweet. So not to turn a compliment into something bratty, but that's like more what I would do or even bigger than what I would do. I feel like I'm a very, like, I love like hosting people and I feel like I'm very into that type of like little details and making sure our space is cozy than I necessarily expected you to be. And so it was just like very touching that you like really, it felt like you went above and beyond. Um, and then I guess as a roommate, Thanks. it's hard to... <laughs> I guess, like, as a roommate in general, it's it's really hard to say because we're not in each other's space that much. We have so much space. There's really not, like, I, there's nothing to be that conflicted about. So there's nothing else I can think of that's, like, expected versus unexpected necessarily. But it's been yeah. really fun to be roommates. And I haven't, I also haven't had a roommate of my own in a while because I've been living alone for two years. And so it's it, it's been so cool that we both went from living alone to, like, living with each other in a pretty substantial way. I think we both, like, have been excited for it I would honestly say that that's the thing I thought about the least coming into this one because I knew because for sure yeah. because we know each other so well and stuff but two like I hadn't really been realistically thinking about like will I be okay adjusting back to having a roommate when I'm used to not um so that's something I thought about more after getting here but it's been I can't think of anything unpleasant <laughs> what about the other way around <laughs>
2: Well, first I'll say, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. First I'll say, my motivations were twofold with like the bathroom setup and stuff. First. It was, like, a really stressful process to find an apartment out here. Like, I did not enjoy the apartment search, and there's a lot of um, confusion over the process and, and, like, the cultural barrier between negotiations with a realtor and a landlord and all that stuff. Like, so it was a stressful process to pick the apartment, and I had a lot of anxiety about it. So one of my goals was, like, this will be a comfortable place to host people. Um, Like, that's why I have, like, a second level with uh, its own bathroom and bedroom um and i want it to be like a comfortable space for guests um so thank you for noticing um and the second part of it is like slightly a rehearsal for our eventual airbnb a real one not an april fool's yeah um yeah
0: exactly (laughs) not an april it was very airbnb is gonna crumble before we have a chance to own one first of all we would do it the right way though (laughs) we would we would um but yeah, no, it was, it was very Airbnb. That's a good way of putting it. Um, which was nice and cozy. And it was, yeah, it was just really great to like arrive here, be all shaken up from busy travel, busy life chaos of we landed and it's hot here. And like, it's just like, so disorienting. So to have like, And, like, this space, I didn't know it. Like, it's your home, and I can feel that when I walk in. But it's disorienting to be in someone else's home a lot of the time, especially when you're jumbled from travel. And it's just, like, a little bit of a shock factor of, like, okay, I'm here for a long time, whatever. So it was just really nice how, like, comfy it was coming in. Um, But, yeah, I love your apartment. I want to steal it and move it to Denver.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing um okay other way around no it's it's been lovely I mean I knew it would be I had no anxiety about it but it's just been so nice like even just the nights where it's like you both you both make dinner and do the dishes like I know that's a simple thing but it really means so much because there are some days when I really am tired and I I feel bad if like like every time I've had roommates because I've pretty consistently had roommates for the past you know seven years um and it's always been my house rule that like whoever cooks doesn't do the dishes that's just not how it works um but I've also gotten into a bad habit of like I'll just I'll I'll let the dishes kind of build up for a couple days and then wash them so like it's been it means a lot when like you don't make a fight or fuss you just kind of like start the dishes without me even realizing it like that it's no big deal and um I don't know. It's, it's like, like you said, very, very low conflict and uh, no real issues. And it's just been fun to like have someone to watch TV with and you make really good dinners. And then obviously, once the starter really got kicking, it's been great to have bread in the house.
0: Thanks. Yeah, most people don't hate a roommate who makes them bread. That's a tool I always have.
2: Okay, so we've covered a lot of good territory. Um, I'm excited to hear even if we can just think of like a couple cool history facts that you learn along the way, it doesn't have to be like you are now an expert on everything about Italy, but just um, on your trips going forward. And maybe even on some of the trips that we've already taken um, like one or two just facts that you learn um, as one of your goals to like, just learn some more about the places that you're going. Um, I think that'd be really cool for the listeners to, to hear eventually like just a little, little fact from each place. Um, which obviously we, we cover in the debriefs anyway. Any uh, Anything else you want to cover about like your time so far or goals for the rest
0: of your time out here? I think as far as like expectations on this time, like I was so excited coming into this and it's been so fun to be out here. And I think one of my biggest like things going into this when people would ask me, well, I don't know if this was a response to a specific question, but something I've been saying for months is that I'm worried I'm going to like unemployment too much. (laughs) And I do think that that's panning out. I think I'll be happy to go back to the U.S. or like long-term be in the U.S. Like everyone keeps telling me, oh, you're just going to stay. You're going to end up like living in Europe. And I don't really see that happening. I didn't see that happening before I came out here. And like being out here, I don't really see that happening long-term either but it kind of makes me all the more want to like appreciate the time I have here and not, it already feels like it's flying. It's like, honestly, really scary that a month has passed. So, so yeah, I guess just like to put things in perspective, like, I think this is really about taking advantage of the time that we have, which has always been what it was supposed to be. And I think that continues to ring true. Um, And I'm excited to come back and be snooty about Italian things in the U.S. and, complain that we don't have the right tomatoes. Yeah, uh it, which is kind of the exact
2: opposite of my experience in Japan cuz tomatoes in Japan kind of sucked, but I think that's a great mindset to have. Uh and I'm I'm glad that you've gotten off to a good start and a lot of those goals and that it's really fulfilling a lot of what you were looking for, maybe not in the way you expected, but still like a very valid like own this experience for yourself, have it be a legitimate part of your journey and don't stress about the like work side of things. And, you know, we've talked a lot about like the different versions of this trip that we went through before settling on the, you were going to be not employed while you were out here. Um, right. And I do think it's completely ideal for this to be your focus and and a little bit of self-development and self-check-in um, and just like saying yes to an experience. And I yeah. think it's great.
0: Yeah, if anyone can't hear it in my voice there's like no trace of doubt in my mind that like doing this and leaving my job to do it was the right call. I'm not feeling stressed about that at all. Um I did just remember one other thing I wanted to bring up. I think it falls into things I want to learn. Grocery okay. shopping Grocery shopping. I think we need to have an episode on grocery shopping. That maybe that'll be something I can teach (laughs) you the ideal way to do or something like that. Because the stores, like, are there's it's just different. Specifically, think something we've been stressing about more so me than Rachel, but you've come along with me on this journey is the butter. I think the conclusion is that they don't have good butter here. Uh, I hope I can prove myself wrong in that. But anyway, that's something I want to update on. I'm documenting it now so that I'm held accountable. I think we also need to brave the deli counter um, in a little more forceful
2: way than we have.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. The cheese is so freaking good. And I'm eating meat out here. If anybody knew I was vegetarian, I've really just like put that to the side for this era. And so uh, the deli meats are delicious. The cheese is delicious. It's just so good. So anyway, yeah. Grocery shopping, follow up to come okay um
2: anything any other final thoughts um no. i think this has been gr- i think this is gonna be a good like scene setter like i'm glad we have you know yeah. yes we could have just recorded it as soon as we touched down but i'm glad we have like some context for everybody for the episodes to come
0: yeah and i i do think like as much as we should have recorded this the second we got here i think it's nice to have a little bit of like i've learned a little bit and experienced a little bit rather than like if we had recorded this the day of i wouldn't know what to say <laughs> besides my own goals which is fine but it's been nice to adapt and stuff already um i would say we should do a little bit of like ooh what's like trips are you most excited for but i think the time warp makes that just a little bit too cheesy but let's just say we're excited for a lot. <laughs> and it's going to be really yeah.
2: fun traveling together. Yep. And we've got some great trip debriefs coming for you guys. Yes. Cool. Well, thanks for talking. So excited to yeah. have you out here and that we, you know, it's really coming to fruition. It wasn't just talk that we we really are following through on a lot of what we were hoping Um, would happen.
0: Yes. Well, thank you for having me.
2: <laughs> no problem. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later.
0: All right. Bye.
2: Bye.
3: Okay, so we got some pizza. This is our
1: first day here, my first day in Italy. We got some pizza delivered. Warning that the following audio has lots of eating sounds as we perform a very jet-lagged review of pizza. Please feel free to skip if that is not enjoyable to you. Thank you. All right, taste, presentation, creativity. What do we, what do we think?
3: Okay, yeah, um, taste. I don't know, 10. <laughs> 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 um, presentation. I feel like you'll want to dock some points for the not sliced, but I don't know. I know that's just the way, but <laughs> I wish it was sliced. But I guess it looked prettier not sliced. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, no issues with the presentation. It looks like a cartoon Italian pizza. How do you feel about how cooked the crust is? I like it. I, yeah, I mean, I expected it, I guess. Like, it'd be interesting, somebody who had no idea what they were walking into, yeah. their reaction. I, I knew what I was expecting, and it's delicious. But, yeah, it, like, looks like you would not like it, but it works well kind of Yeah. Thing. And then <clears throat> I'll ask you, sauce, cheese, crust just general impression. Yeah, the sauce is it's just simple like it seems, feels like it's just doing its job mm-hmm. um so I don't know how to rate that like it's not wowing me I guess but that's it's like a behind the scenes wow yeah <laughs> um so I, know, I guess like an eight out of ten maybe for that I guess, I would imagine that there's sauces that would wow me but I know that that's not really the point so um cheese is It tastes very fresh it is the exact amount i want Mm -hmm.
0: it's
3: very tasty so Mm. 10. crust (laughs) 10. yeah i love that this crust it just tastes like it could be bread on its own
0: Mm
3: -hmm. i don't taste it and go oh pizza dough Mm -hmm. um yeah and this restaurant in particular does fancy crusts she said this is one of the more experimental places. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's not just like three types of pizza on the menu. Right. Um, So they do different, they have like gluten-free crust and mm. stuff like that. Is. Different, I don't know, wheats or whatever you use to make crust. You need know, more rather than I do. But they only use one option for delivery. But mm. I'm really excited for you to go to the restaurant yeah. in person and see. Um, and I would say this pizza, you might find that. This is more cheese coverage than you're going to see. I was going to say, it's actually a little cheesier than I was thinking it would be. It's what I want, though. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this crust is amazing. Yeah. Alright, we'll leave it at that. We have another pizza, but this is the margarita review, so (laughs) thanks for watching if you want.